Ben Klein hey, yo, here with you on this Monday afternoon, ready to present you with the brand new show, Riding the BK Train. This is presented by Strive Sports. You can find this podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, you can access both Apple Podcasts and Spotify via the link tree located in the bio on the Strive Sports Instagram page. Um, basically, what I do on this podcast of mine, uh, I it centers around this app called No House Advantage, uh, in which you can enter into a daily cash for props for cash fantasy leagues. Uh, you get to choose ten guys. They give you a line, whether it be points, assists, rebounds, combined points, rebounds, combined points, assists, combined all three. Uh, they give you specific players for each day, and you basically have to pick the over or under on the line that's provided. Uh, so I'm here to give you your daily answers for these uh, props for cash leagues. Uh, I'm going to be providing you with five of my answers out of the ten uh, possible picks that you can make. And I will be mainly focusing on giving you the over because, as I've stated in the past, I don't enjoy rooting for the under. That's basically rooting for people not to succeed. Uh, obviously, you'd prefer to see a game that in which uh, players are hitting shots back and forth uh, rather than watching a defensive contest unless it's your team that you really root for shutting down the other team. Uh, you know, Either way, I, I like rooting for shots to go in, not not shots to be missed and uh, no assists to happen and turnovers. and uh, I'm rooting for people to succeed here, so I look for the overs when I'm searching for uh, my picks. Just a little heads up. Uh, you know, so to start off last week, I was hot. Started 5 for 5, then went 2 for 5, then went 4 for 5, uh, and then I finished off not very hot at 2 for 5. Uh, unfortunately, uh, one of the guys I picked last week was Paul George. He didn't even wind up playing. Uh, ben Simmons and Embiid did not hit their uh, threshold, did not hit, hit the over on the line. And then Kelvin Johnson and Michael Porter were able to uh, hit the over on their lines. So there might be a couple repeats today from uh, from last time, uh, definitely from last week overall. Uh, you know, they don't offer every single player in every game. That's only a limited number of players, so... Uh, kind of hard to find new guys. Uh, the lines are always usually around the same. Uh, so sorry if it gets a little repetitive, but, uh, you know, you got to base it also on the matchup and how they've been playing in the past couple games. So I'll provide you with that analysis uh, regarding the player's matchup, uh, why they would hit the over based on that, and uh, giving you how they're playing recently in, in like, the past 10. Uh, so let's get to it. Don't forget that you can access this on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. All right, let's get to it. My first pick for today, Monday, April 12th, is Zion Williamson over 35.5 points and rebounds. All right, so just for starters, on the season, Zion's basically averaging 27 points and 7 rebounds. Uh, yes, that is only 34 combined. That does not hit the over 35 and a half. But if you really want to see how he's been playing uh, as of late, in the last 10, he's averaging basically 33 points and 8 rebounds. So uh, as for the, you know his point scoring, uh, if he gets to this average of the last 10, he's only going to need 3 rebounds in order to you know surpass that over. Uh, additionally, he's shooting 62% from the field in those last 10. So, you know, 
he's been shooting. He's been finding his, his way to the basket. Clearly, he's more of a round-the-basket guy. Uh, he's also shooting 40% from three somehow. He's probably not shooting a lot of three attempts, but he's hitting them when he does. So he's feeling it right now. Uh, he's averaging more. He's getting more boards in the last 10 than he's averaging on the season. So uh, that's a good sign as well. But those 33 points on 62% shooting, the guy's hot right now. Uh, they're playing Sacramento, not known to be a great defensive team. Uh, in his lone matchup against Sacramento, he only had a combined 31. Uh, you know, he only had 24 points, seven rebounds. Uh, he shot. He also shot 68% from the field. But hopefully, he's just more in tune right now. He's, he's really feel the the team is feeling the vibe of of him really showing up every game and and you know being able to dominate, just absolutely dominate. Uh, so I, I'm not worried about the stats, you know, not necessarily showing that he would hit the over there. Uh, but as for the last 10, you know, I showed you those averages. Clearly, you know, he's hitting that over based on the last 10. And he has hit this over 35 and a half points and rebounds combined in nine of the last 10. Uh, you should hear some of the points per game he's been scoring, the points he's been scoring per, in a game uh, in the last 10. He previously scored 38, 37, 34. 28, 38, 39, 30. This is all in the last 10 games. So he's really scoring at will right now. Uh, really hard to stop him around the basket. Uh, he's getting to the free throw line. He, he hasn't gotten below eight attempts at the free throw line in the past like six games. Uh, in fact, five games ago, he shot 18 free throws. That's That would be great if he's able to get to the line that much. Uh, I don't see the Kings really being able to slow this guy down, especially with the role that he's on right now. And, uh, because of you know the fact that he's averaging 33 points basically in the last 10 games, I definitely think that over is going to hit 35 and a half points and rebounds. Alrighty, moving on to the next guy. This one's a repeat. I'm happy that I was actually able to pick Zion this time around because uh, I'm a big fan of Zion. Definitely like him, uh, and I just haven't seen him on this list yet. Uh, so it's nice to be able to finally get him involved uh, in the pod. Uh, Moving on to my second pick. Uh, this is a repeat from last week. Uh, I'm going Michael Porter Jr. over 19 and a half points and rebounds. Um, you know, I'm going to keep on taking that until they make this combo higher. He's averaging 17 points on the season and seven and a half boards. Doesn't really make much sense uh, that he, you know, that they make the line 19 and a half when he's averaging 17 um, and seven boards. Uh, I think the issue is that he's averaging one assist maybe and uh, that could potentially be what's hurting uh, his overall line. But as long as they're keeping it at 19 and a half, I'm going to keep on doing it because he's averaging 17. Uh, in fact, he's, in the last 10 games, he's averaging 21 points and nine rebounds. So that's way over the the line of the over uh, on the road this season. Additionally, he's averaging 16 points, seven and a half rebounds. That's the over as well. Uh, there are really not that many arguments as to, you know, take the under on that or just not to take that. There's no reason not to take that. In fact, I'll literally convince you right now that you should take it. He has hit the over in 18 of the last 19 games, including 18 in a row. Uh, I don't know why I said 18 of the last 19. Uh, that doesn't really make much sense. I don't know why I added the 19th game. Point is, he's hit it 18 in a row. Uh, and 
in the last two, he's hit it just on points. He had 22 points in each of the last two games. Before that, he had 18 points, 10 boards. Before that, he had 25.7 boards. Before that, he had 20 points, 20 points, 27 points, 15 points, 10 boards, 25 points, 19 points, 8 boards, 18.7 boards, 17 points, 9 boards. So if he's not going to hit the over on just the points, then he's going to get the necessary rebounds because he seems like he's a pretty high-quality rebounder. Uh, he's pretty tall for being you know, a small forward. He's 6'10". Uh, so he's hot right now. Um, you know, he, he shoots well, you know, percentage-wise overall uh, from three and from the field, 43% from three on the season, uh, 53% from the field. Uh, there's no reason why this guy's line should be that low when it's combining three different stats together. Uh, it's kind of disrespectful in my opinion. And, uh, you know, Every time that I see Michael Porter, 19.5 combined points, rebounds, and assists, you better bet that I, I'm going to take it in uh, in my episode of the podcast. So uh, he's hitting in the last 18. I'd be shocked if he didn't get it tonight against the Warriors. Uh, now they're missing James Wiseman. You know, they're, they're kind of reeling these days. They're, they're out of the playoffs now. They're three games below 500. Uh, I definitely, you know, maybe the only concern is that, you know, the game is on the road, even though his stats on the road, Still phenomenal. He's still shooting. Uh, he's still hitting that over in terms of points, just points and rebounds combined on the road. Shoots 48% from three on the road. Still 55% from the field. So, uh, you know, he's just an unbelievable player, really coming into his own. Uh, pretty disappointing that the Knicks passed up on him just because of his uh, concerning back in college. Uh, drafted Kevin Knox over him. Uh, Kevin Knox is basically Michael Porter, light, 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 junior. So, uh, Michael Porter, over 19.5 rebounds, uh, points, and assists. Definitely put it in the bank. I'd be shocked if he broke his 18-game streak of uh, hitting the over in that line. All right, moving on to my next pick. This is also a repeat. The rest of these are going to be repeats of players that I've picked in the past. But uh, this one I just had to after the past couple games that he's had. Had to give it to him. R.J. Barrett. Over one and a half made threes. That's my boy, RJ. Last night, he went three of six from, from three. Uh, Friday night against the Grizzlies, he went two of four. He's hitting clutch threes as well. Uh, you know, that the, what got him over on Friday night, over one and a half, was a three in overtime. He had a clutch three. Yes, if that ended a regulation, he wouldn't have hit the over. But uh, he's actually hit this over in eight of the last ten games. Um including the last four in a row. So he's hit this over four in a row. Uh, my logic is going to kind of change for the next person I'm going to, but I'll, I'll tell you he's hit it eight of ten in a row. He's hit it four in a row um, against the likes of Toronto, Memphis, Boston, Brooklyn. So he did it against Boston and Brooklyn. Then he still continued shooting well against Memphis and Toronto. All four of those teams, pretty good defensive teams. Uh, you know, maybe not Toronto as much this year, but uh, they still have the capability to, to be a top defensive team. Um you know, maybe it's a it's a little bit concerning back to back. Uh, Lakers are also the the number one defensive team in the NBA statistically. Uh, obviously, the Knicks also a great defensive team, but got to give Lakers where credits credit where credits due. Uh, maybe they'll be able to stop RJ. It's not like RJ is the type of guy that's uh, pulling up from three and shooting. He's a catch and shoot guy, so you know he's really only shooting that when he's when he's actually open. He's taking smart shots, smart looks. Uh, you know, last night, Randall gets it to him in the corner. A uh, little bit contested, but he had enough time to release, and he swooshes it very clutch three. 
Um, you know, the guy's clutch. He, it seems like, I'm not going to say he's ice water, but, you know, he's making his way there. It doesn't let the moment get too big for him. You can never tell what type of emotions, what he's what he's got on, going on in his head. But uh, he's hit it eight of the last ten. He's hit it four in a row, playing the Lakers tonight at the Garden. Clearly is a guy that wants to show out. He didn't make the, the 25, under 25 for the NBA. So, uh, you know, he still has got a lot to prove earlier on the season. He, he was shooting below 30% from three. Now he's actually uh, above 35. He's, he's making his way to 39%, hopefully to 40 by the end of the year. Uh, you know, as long as he's taking the smart threes, not taking uh, bad contested threes, I think that he should be able to hit this over against a depleted Lakers team uh, that had a big win the other night against Brooklyn. I think that they might get grounded a little bit by the suffocating Knicks defense. Uh, hopefully that will lead to R.J. Barrett uh, performing well on the offensive side, getting over one and a half made threes. So those are my three choices so far. Going to be moving on to my fourth choice, as I stated. These are The rest of these are repeats. Um, and this kind of goes against uh, the logic I've been using so far, but I'm going to go with uh, Seth Curry over one and a half made threes. Uh, so I don't believe that Seth Curry has made that over in any of the last one, two, three, four games. So four games in a row, he hasn't hit it. He's obviously one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Uh, you know, he's only shooting thir- basically 33% from three in the last 10 games, really struggling. Uh, this season, though, he's shooting 40% from three, so it goes to show that he's really struggling as of late. Um, you know, he's, he's also additionally playing his former team in the Mavericks. Uh, you know, he went to the Sixers in the offseason. Uh, his only game against the Mavericks, he shot 100% from three. I'm not sure if that means that he hit two threes or not, but uh, everything in combination, just the fact that he's that he's been off, he hasn't hit it in the last four games, uh, he's playing his former team, and he's just a really key role. He's a really key player for the, for the Sixers. A guy, uh, you know, finally solving their their problem of not being able to hit threes. Him and Danny Green. Uh, so he's also shooting forty one percent from three on the season. You know, he's obviously one of the best three pointers, three point shooters in the game and of all time. If you look at percentage wise, he actually is. So. I'd be shocked if we made it five games in a row without Seth Curry hitting two threes. He's playing his former team. He wants to show out. Uh, he knows he's been playing poorly, and he knows he needs to get it right toward you know coming on in the end of the season, especially with the Nets coming on hot. Uh, you know, I think that they're basically tied for the one seed right now. So uh, Seth Curry really needs to start get going, and I think it's going to happen tonight against his former team, ending the four-game streak of not uh, hitting two threes in a game. Uh, probably something that has rarely happened in Seth Curry's whole career, given the fact that he's such an amazing three-point shooter. And in fact, I'll tell you that before those this four-game streak in which he hasn't hit it, uh, he had three games in a row in which he did hit it. Uh, and then it was actually more like way more than that. One game in between that, that he didn't hit it, and then he hit it one, two, three, four games in a row. Uh, and then two games that he didn't hit it, and then another game that he did. So I, I just think that he's in, in a little bit of a cold streak right now. Recently, he's gone one for five from three, 0 for two, one for five, one for five. So uh, I think that he's going to break out of his slump tonight against his former team. I really think that that matchup against his former team is the like uh, key, you know, deciding point for me on this. Uh, he's just a fantastic three-point shooter. So every guy needs to get out of his slump at some point. I think that it's uh, this game tonight against the Mavericks for Seth Curry.
Moving on to my last pick, another repeat. That would be uh, Calvin Johnson, over 17.5 points, rebounds, and assists. The guy averages 13 points, 6.5 boards. That already hits the over. And then he basically averages two assists, uh, making it even more secure. Uh, In his last 10, he's averaging 11, six boards, and one assist. That's kind of concerning. I think that's why they have uh, the the line at 17.5, just because of uh, his poor play in the last 10. Uh, overall, in his last matchup against Orlando also, he only got 17, I mean 16 total actually. Uh, he had no assists, 5 rebounds, 11 points. Uh, that's a tad bit concerning. Uh, his stats on the road though are 13 points, 6.5 rebounds, so that's uh, that makes you feel a little bit better. Additionally, they're playing the Magic tonight. Magic, not a good defensive team, not a good team overall. So they're going to be missing shots, going to be opportunities for plenty of rebounds for your guy, Keldon Johnson. I'm sure that there'll be plenty of opportunities for him to score, uh, you know, since the Magic are not a good defensive team. And Keldon Johnson really coming out as a key component of the of the Spurs team. Tw- young player, 21 years old, took advantage of his time in the G League. I'll mention every time I pick him because uh, I love the Spurs process of letting him go to the G League. A guy that was a top recruit coming into college, uh, you know, Played well in college, somehow dropped the 29, and they still take the most advantage of it. They could have, you know, said, oh, we got this guy. He's a steal right here. We're going to put him right in the league. No, we're going to send him to the G League and let him develop and let him gain confidence in himself and in his game. So I'll give Spurs credit for every time Every time I pick Calvin Johnson. I really like him as a player. I like to make it tucky. Uh, I hope the best for him throughout the rest of his career. Um yeah, just a player that, that I really like uh, rooting for, you know. Uh, I'm not sure. Obviously, I'm not expecting him to be like a Kawhi-type player. Not, he wasn't even drafted as high as Kawhi. But, you know, it's it's still fun to watch guys uh, uh, prove themselves at such a young age, which is why I'm also so excited um, about R.J. Barrett. Uh, as for how he's done in the last 10 games, uh, if he's hit the over, he's hit it in... A good amount, not not good enough to really be convinced. Um, it's more of like five out of ten or four out of ten. Um, that's unfortunate. Obviously, you want to look for better than that, but uh, I just think that you know his season averages, along with that matchup against the Magic, uh, put it over the top. I don't think that there's any way that he gets below seventeen and a half. The guy averages uh, over that on the season, so you know if you're averaging over that on the season and you're playing on just points and rebounds. Uh, you know, and they're playing the Magic, which is a favorable matchup. I definitely would take that every time. So for that reason, I'm going over 17 and a half points, rebounds, and assists for Keldon Johnson. Uh, just to quickly repeat my my five picks uh, before I do that, though. Just a reminder: you could catch uh, this podcast and all my others that are presented by Strive Sports on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, yeah, feel free to. Find the link in my bio on, on the Instagram page, The Strive Sports. Uh, you can access the, the podcast there. Uh, so just going to repeat my five picks. Zion Williamson over 35.5 points and rebounds against the Sacramento Kings. Michael Porter Jr. over 19.5 points, rebounds, and assists against the Golden State Warriors. R.J. Barrett, over one and a half made three-pointers against the Los Angeles Lakers. Seth Curry, over one and a half made three-pointers against the Dallas Mavericks. And Keldon Johnson, over 17 and a half points, rebounds, and assists against the Orlando Magic. 
uh, that's it for today. Hope that you guys ride the BK train on this one. Hopefully it's going to turn out well and I make you guys some bread. I'm uh, going to be back tomorrow with more uh, daily picks and uh, can't wait. Love you all. Can't wait for basketball tonight. Peace out.